Welcome back, folks. I'm Larry Kedlow. We're going to jump right in. We have Congressman Lee Zeldin on the phone, Republican candidate for governor of New York. I might add also Army Reserve Colonel. We give Lee a shot every Saturday because he's my candidate for this job. And he was in the uh, reserve last weekend, so he's back here. Lee Zeldin, welcome back. The latest polls are phenomenal. You pulled even actually ahead by a hair. Lee, one of the things that just jumps out, actually there are two things, but let me talk about the Hispanic numbers here. Zeldin, 54, Hochul, 36. That is a political revolution. I've seen it in my travels. And, you know, I think for too long, people have been painting the Hispanic voters with one broad brush, not understanding that these are different people. They have different priorities, different uh, issues that are at the top of their list. They come from different countries. You can't try to speak to a Dominican the same way as uh, hearing out the concerns of someone who might be Puerto Rican or Mexican or Cuban. And what's interesting is that you have a lot of people who came to this country to flee very purposefully the policies that Democrats are advancing right here in our own state and in our own country. So you have a lot of Hispanic voters. They they have important values. They care about family and faith. They care about the quality of education inside of our schools. They want to be safe on our streets, but they don't want to see any move towards socialism. When they hear politicians talking free education, free health care, uh, free money on top of it all, the list goes on. You're not connecting with them. They want to see people in government who are responsible with tax dollars, who believe in strong work ethic, in opportunity, in education, and prosperity. So uh, we have seen a massive shift here in New York State amongst the uh, amongst Hispanic voters. And uh, the highest profile issue where I saw it most dramatically swing was a, a case that became national, the Jose Alba case. Mm. The guy's working at a bodega, comes from the Dominican Republic, law-abiding New Yorker, here for decades, gets attacked, he defends himself. The person who he had to defend himself against ends up dying. So mm. they, the, Alvin Bragg, the DA, throws Alba with an open stab wound in Rikers Island, slaps him with a murder charge, and asks for hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of bail. Mm. So the Dominican community says... We need to end cashless bail. We need to remove DAs like Alvin Bragg, who refused to enforce the law. And they're very upset with Kathy Hochul, who refused to lead and step in in Jose Alva's defense. And she said, well, that's a local issue. I'm not going to get involved. You know, Lee, this is national message. Your race has become a national race. But this uh, on the Hispanics, we'll get to some other points, too. You're sending a national message on the changing attitudes and mores of the Hispanic community and why they're sick to death of the crime problem in this country and also the uh, lousy economic conditions and inflation. But this is so important. The other one, Lee, that just jumps right out is how uh, you're sweeping on independence. Uh, This poll, which is from an outfit called Coefficient, which, by the way, has a lot of credibility. They were one of the few that predicted uh, Glenn Youngkin's victory in Virginia. I know Youngkin's a pal of yours. So, uh, you're running 59% to 28% among independents. That is also quite remarkable. Independents in this state, and by the way, there's a lot of disenfranchised Democrats and then obviously Republicans and conservatives as well. They're not happy with Kathy Hochul. They want balance restored. They feel like the Democratic Party has gone too far left, and they don't want to see a governor who panders to 
pro-criminal allies in the state legislature and just continues to tax and spend more and more and more. So what we have experienced is that the independent voter who is uh, looking for a candidate, a choice, an option to fight crime, to make our streets and subways safer, to look for an option of someone who wants to reverse the state's ban on the safe extraction of natural gas and approve new pipelines. People care about the economy and costs, and they are thinking about their breaking point in the state, and they're realizing that they are not getting any help from the status quo. As a matter of fact, you can't give Kathy Hochul and one-party rule four more years and expect this to get better so independents aren't just supporting us. They're passionate mm. about it. This is their last stand. And you're also, I noticed this story a couple days ago. You're not afraid to talk about how uh, oil and gas fracking would unlock jobs and energy security for New York. You know, we, I mean, it's like Pennsylvania did this years ago. New York wouldn't do it uh, under Democrats. And um, I always said Pennsylvania is like West Berlin. New York's like East Berlin. They're on the border. You're not afraid to talk about that. And I think people should give you credit because I think any common sense person knows that we need some help on energy in this state. The costs are so darn high. It's going to be a very cold winter and it's got to be better to pipe it in uh, domestically than to take Russian gas and electricity. So I I think, you know, people have to understand that you're not pulling your punches, are you? You're just going to go out. You're running this thing full out. Absolutely. And when you see the federal government cutting off Russian oil imports, I don't want to see us running off to Iran and Venezuela and Saudi Arabia instead of ramping up domestic energy production and domestic energy production is right here in New York. And you have other states tapping into the same resource of the same shells named after two New York towns. Marcellus and Utica Shells are named after New York towns, and we're the only state that bans being able to safely extract this natural gas. I am an all-of-the-above energy guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe that you should have access to gas if you, if you want it. We need to have competition, bring down costs, create jobs, generate revenue, revitalize these communities. And for the people in the southern tier of New York have to, to have to look across the border into Pennsylvania – and see the prosperity, see the jobs, see them all working together, tapping into this. And on top of it, all the fear-mongering mm. that was done up in Albany to get this ban put into place isn't actually playing out in these other areas. No. When you turn on your faucet in Pennsylvania, you're not having fire coming out of it. And now we have all of this science, research, data, experts, you know, whatever you want to call it or reference – from these other states proving that New York is really missing out on a monster opportunity. So um, I was on the radio here with uh, our mutual friend, John Katsimatidis uh, yesterday. And one of the people on the panel said, well, Kathy Hochul starting to talk about crime. And I said, Oh really? Kathy Hochul starting to talk about crime. It's a little late for that. And, and I, I would offer the view that Kathy Hochul talking about crime will just remind people how bad she was on crime. Yeah, and I saw somebody pointed out how the ad that she just released yesterday. By the way, she came into office. She became the governor uh, August of 2021. She never got elected governor. She got elected lieutenant governor, but then Cuomo resigned. She came in. She should have been hitting the ground running leading on this. But actually what she did was – 
uh, instantly pick Brian Benjamin as a lieutenant governor, the champion of the defund the police movement. Mm. He signs a new law called Less is More to release 8,000 people on parole early from prison. So the new ad that she released yesterday, I saw someone pointed out that the image that she uses of her signing a bill was her signing the Less is More Act. She, oh. she was signing a pro-criminal law huh. in the, the video image that she's using in her TV ad. So huh. you know, that's something I told my comms director to uh, to check out because it came from uh, from someone who, who you seem to have done their research. Uh, listen, I, I think that Kathy Hochul has really missed an opportunity to roll back pro-criminal laws, uh, to be critical of DAs like Alvin Bragg who refuse to enforce the law. I said I would remove them. As soon as I came into office, that's my pledge. She should be supporting our men and women in law enforcement more. She's doing this now because of polls. She's Mm. doing it because of consultants. Mm. She's not doing it because of instincts. She's not doing it because of leadership, uh, because she knows what is right to make the streets and subways safer. She's doing it because her plan A blew up in her face. She Mm. wanted to talk about anything other than the issues most important to New Yorkers, and it backfired. Lee, uh, you're very generous with your time. I just want to add uh, one more point. Uh, we've talked about this. The corruption in the Hochul operation, no, uh, no bid contracts to her biggest donors. I mean, not only is she wrong on crime, not only is she wrong on the economy, not only is she wrong on the education, but it's a corrupt administration. Kick back, Kathy. You know, she and we're not just talking about uh, you know, a contract as if it's $100,000 or a million dollars. She gave out a no-bid contract worth over $600 million. Mm-hmm. It's just one of the pay-to-play scandals. She comes into office August of 2021, decides that she needs to raise tens of millions of dollars, and that the only way that she would raise that money is by selling out access to her office. Somebody holds a fundraiser for her. Four days later, she unilaterally suspends New York's competitive bidding law. She gets an offer from a company that doesn't even make COVID tests. And that company saying, I'll give you COVID tests, what ended up being over $600 million. Even California, of all places, even California was smart enough to pay for those tests, the same exact tests, 45% less. Mm. That rough math means the taxpayers in New York got fleeced for an extra over quarter billion dollars so she could pay off, reward her campaign donor. This is as corrupt as it gets. Lee Zeldin, hell-bent for leather, no stopping you. This is a historic campaign. It's a national campaign. I'm going to let you go because I know you've got a lot of work to do, and I'm going to thank you for your time and wish you good luck on the campaign trail. And We will talk uh, as much time as you have in the next couple of weeks. Good luck, Lee. Thanks for coming thank back. Thank you, Larry. You bet, any time. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. Now, the side of the break, we're going to talk to uh, Congressman Andy Biggs out in Arizona, not so much about politics but about how much – Ordinary Americans are losing in their 401ks and their IRAs because of the socialist economic policies and the high inflation that has decimated our portfolios. I'm Larry Kudlow. We'll be right back.